Welcome to the City and Guilds Foundation podcast. Today I'm speaking with the wonderful Rosario Waterloo from Carers Trust to mark Young Carers Action Day. Carers and young carers tend to be overlooked when it comes to identifying people who need and deserve enhanced support to access learning and work. At the City and Guilds Foundation, everything we do is about breaking down those barriers and we truly honoured to listen to Rosario and share her story with you. So, hi Rosario. Hi, thanks so much for having me here. It's amazing to speak to you. Thank you so much for joining us today, Rosario, to talk about your experiences um, of being a young carer um, and now kind of transitioning from volunteering into employment. We thought it would be just a really good idea to sit down with you and to talk about your own lived experience um, and not only any, any advice that you'd give to other young carers, but also any advice that you'd give to employers um, who were looking to kind of broaden their recruitment strategy to include accommodation young carers um, in the most efficient way. So I'm going to ask you a few questions just about your experiences um, and thank you again. It's a a massive pleasure to have you joining me this morning. So firstly, do you just want to start off by telling us a little bit about your journey? So your experiences, how you ended up volunteering, kind of how you then you've then progressed into full-time employment? Yeah, so um, my mum suffers from treatment-resistant schizoaffective disorder, which is like schizophrenia, but also a mood disorder. And she's had that um, severely on and off my whole life. And um, I didn't actually realise I was a carer until I was at university. And I think that's partly due to my mum being pretty well for the entirety of the time I was at secondary school and um, she had two major episodes um, when I was at university and it did disrupt my studies and I think that's mainly because um, I wasn't registered as a carer, I I didn't have um, support, I don't think my university had much knowledge about how to support carers so I'm sure they didn't mean to be unsupportive but I don't think they were always understanding about my situation so I kept going back and forth into university I I had to resit modules and this was due to caring Um, but I did it in the end I think a turning point for me was um, registering at my local carer centre this was when I was doing my master's um, and I was taking a break from it to care for my mum. Um, they were able to write a letter which gave evidence um, of me being a carer and I was able to complete my master's. And then after graduating, um, I volunteered at the local carer centre. I also joined a steering group at Carers Trust for young carers. Um, and I had a lot of amazing opportunities. I was able to speak on a podcast, do blog posts, social media opportunities. Um, I then became a trustee at Carer Support Wiltshire, my local carer centre. Um, and now um, I'm working at Carers Trust, which is a dream because um, it's amazing to help other unpaid carers. Amazing. Thank you for being so open and honest, Rory. It's amazing to see the amazing journey you've had, even kind of with those barriers and without that support. It's so great to see. We know that the Carers Trust 
uh, Young Carers Action, Drunk Carers Action Day, sorry, theme this year is around tackling isolation. And the report and study that you guys have put out raised some really sad but eye-opening stats around the isolation that young carers can feel. Um, is that something that you felt when kind of you kind of touched on it already around not having that support in place because they weren't aware? Is isolation something that you felt that you've kind of battled with? Definitely. And I think because my mum suffers with a mental illness and particularly um, because it involves psychosis, I think it shouldn't be, but it is something that still is a bit taboo to talk about. Or Also, I found when I've tried to talk to people about it in my day to day life, it's not so much that they aren't understanding or they don't care. I think it's almost they don't know what to say or how to help me. And and that's been difficult. So I've always had the kind of mentality until I started getting involved um, with Carers Trust and also Carers Sport Wiltshire that I just had to be strong, keep things to myself. And I quite I struggled to articulate how my mum's illness affected me because um, it's very upsetting to see her so unwell as well as helping her and just balancing that with education trying to succeed um, trying to get jobs just my daily life it's very difficult and I think um, being able to talk to people who understand it's it's a weight off my shoulders. I think I'm really lucky to work at Carers Trust, but I'd like it to be something that carers can talk openly about their caring roles and feel don't feel scared to do that. Amazing. Just kind of every everything you said, you kind of echo the report and that I guess the sense of kind of community and the whole kind of you're not alone is is so important, especially as you said, when it might not be kind of a physical disability that you're yeah. preparing for. touched this already a little bit Rosario just with you know you gaining employment um but what more do you think that employers can actually do during the recruitment process to make it slightly easier and to accommodate young carers when they're applying for volunteering or part-time or full-time roles or apprenticeships or whatever they may be applying for um one thing I think that employers could do is educate themselves on what it is like to be a carer and also go to carers trust, go to local carers centres, um, learn more about it, get all the right information. If there's training available, um, get that. Because I think if they can recognise that um, carers have skills that might not necessarily be on a CV uh, or from a job experience, but are transferable, for example, money management, um, helping someone's emotional well-being. There's a whole list that I could say, but I think and just recognise that that could be incredibly valuable. And also a young person could be mature beyond their years and also have a lot of empathy and understanding of other people. I think that's very important, but also being flexible. I think that's another important thing that employers could have and and just realise that caring is a big responsibility, but also that um, carers can be a real asset to the workplace. 
Great. And yeah, just I think that piece around the the skills that you 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 kind of touched on there. They're almost the things that most young people don't, you know, you you often don't learn them at school. And it's having those kind of difficult experiences that make um, you know, typically young parents so resilient and so able to kind yeah. of um take on so much more than someone of their age can. And yeah, that having that in the workforce um can only be a positive, surely. leads on really well to the next one actually Rosario um, what can employers do when young carers have actually been employed so when they're actually in the workplace you kind of touched on the flexibility piece um, is there anything else that you think that when young carers are actually employed employers can do to kind of keep them engaged um, and to make the workplace a friendly place for them well um, when I started working at Carers Trust I was given a work buddy for the first few months I think that really helped and having someone to check in also all of my team asked because they they're aware about um, my mum being unwell actually at the moment she's in hospital which is very difficult and they they check in on me a lot and I think that's very important because it's and also um, flexibility actually my um, managers you know said if I need time off to focus on my mum or if I have any you know medical appointments and just to be understanding about that and I think if someone's understanding with me and I'm sure this is this also goes for other carers I will want to work harder I'm a hard-working person and I think you know just having that understanding is very important thank you Rosario so sorry to hear about your mom hopefully she's she's back home soon uh, but kind of going back now back to education um, and kind of when you was going through kind of um primary and secondary and then kind of university education um what do you think are some of the challenges that young carers often face in education that are most likely not faced by their peers well um from my own experience I remember being at university this is my second year my mum was in hospital at that time and I was very distressed and um it was unfortunately exam time and I remember going to a lecturer and explaining my situation saying I was finding it very hard to concentrate because it was just too upsetting um, and I was told that I had to choose between my academic life and home life and, and I think that just shocked me so much and it made me feel that I, I couldn't get help. I, I think um, there is a program at Carers Trust that is um, educating, um, being developed to educate universities on carers and I, I think if, that's really important. Um, I also spoke to a girl who's at college and it was her dream to be a vet from my local carer's centre and she said that at college she had to have her mobile phone on the table but um, that was a rule that wasn't allowed and they didn't understand that she was a carer and also she'd sometimes be late with assignments and it was due to caring for her mum and she was the, the main carer for her mum and um, um, it was it took having a letter from the support worker for her college to believe her so I just think general awareness in educational institutions on on carers that's incredibly important to get the right support and understanding um, and kind of 
kind of leading on to leading on from that um where would you kind of signpost young carers to go Rosario if they were feeling isolated um or they needed support or potentially just as you said um a young person who potentially isn't even aware they're a young carer you know they just take a responsibility of looking after a family member what would be kind of the, the first steps I guess for someone who would like to reach out for support where would you recommend they go um, I think getting support from a local care centre is really, really um, key and actually you can find, um, there's a, a link on the Carers Trust website that um, where you can put in the, the location that you're at and it will find the nearest centre and you can get in touch. Um, I had a really lovely support worker and it just changed everything and not only did she help me in practical ways, she helped me get a grant to access counselling because that was something I felt I needed um, and also help you know provide evidence for my university to carry on studying but just having someone checking in on me who really understood my situation it helped me open up about my situation in my day-to-day -day life and I think that could be really helpful for other young people um, and also um, I, I'm, I used to be someone who's very much, I wouldn't talk about my problems and in particular my caring role, but um, I think being supported by the charity made me feel more confident to open up to friends, just other people in my life. And, and I've begun to do that. And you'd be surprised at how much people want to help if you really explain their situations. So I would say trust your friends, trust your family. Um, they want to help. you Rosario it's it's so nice to hear that, that you were able to get that help and kind of flourish as, as a result yeah. of getting it. um I guess finally kind of a two-part question first of all um what would your kind of top tips be other than the ones that you've already touched on for young carers well something I I've heard is that some young carers and this is from volunteering at my local carer centre feel feel nervous about applying to university because they feel they might not be able to manage financially or they might be too far away from home and they worry that they're cared for won't be looked after and I think that you can be a carer and also you can achieve your dreams and aspirations and actually with the right support you know there can be access to replacement care so um there can also be help with uh funding as well if you're a carer and, and just explore all the options and don't let it hold you back and, and see it as an advantage um that you're a carer because you've learned incredible skills and you've really developed as a person and I think that should mean that you can achieve you know anything you want to Perfect. And I guess the second part froze really nicely. I guess it's about um, how we as employers can kind of tap into those skills that those young carers have and kind of make them feel welcome and comfortable. Have you got any kind of final tips for employers um, then on accommodating and welcoming in young carers? I think really really get to know um a carer if you're employing them and and learn about their experiences you know whatever they're comfortable kind of saying because you might learn that they they have all kinds of skills that you wouldn't imagine um and and utilize that and let them be creative with those skills and and make the most of having them there but also as i said before just be understanding that things can be very hard to to balance 
Perfect. Well, that was my last question, Rosario. Um, thank you so much again for, you know, spending a little bit of time speaking to me this morning. It was a real honour. And I'm sure everybody listening, young carers, young adults who may learn they are carers based on this conversation um, and employers who are, who are, you know, out there wanting to do more to support the amazing young carers we have across the UK will take so much from this. Um, so thank you again, Rosario. And we'll include a link um, at the end of the podcast with a link to Carers Trust where all of those resources and signposted pages can be spoken about um but for now thank you rosario thanks so much again for having me here today thank you so much for listening to this podcast if you enjoyed this conversation and want to find out how you can get involved with young carers action day or carers trust please visit www.carerstrust.org to find out more about the work of the city and guilds foundation you can visit www.cityandguildsfoundation.org